We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Knicks Nation, Friday night Knicks. Knicks defeat the Wizards. It's the post-game show. Knicks went on the road, 120-99. Good evening, everybody. My name is Jake Asman. Filling in for the guys tonight. First time hosting the post-game show for a game that actually counts. And how about it? It's a playing tournament game, and the Knicks win a playing tournament game for the first time in franchise history. I think the biggest takeaway from the game is Jalen Brunson is the greatest playing tournament player of all time. And that's the post-game show. I'm just kidding. But we got a lot to talk about. We'll take your calls on the Discord. Discord only tonight for your calls. A lot to get into. Obviously, some storylines from this game. Knicks winning a game where they're down two starters. No R.J. Barrett tonight. No Quentin Grimes. And really no problem outside of probably the last three minutes of the first half. And then I would say, you know, that third quarter, Washington cut it within five. And then down the stretch, the Knicks did what they were supposed to do. Be the better team and beat up on a Wizards team that entered the game tonight at 2-9. and nine. I thought Julius Randle had some nice moments in this one. Obviously, Emmanuel quickly gave you 20-plus points off the bench. He's well on his way to maybe being the top dog in franchise history with points off the bench as they showed that graphic tonight. Quickly tonight, uh, really continued his dominance, continued playing well uh, near his home. He 33 minutes, 10 of 18 from the floor, finished with 27, and, and really just exploded down the stretch. I think he had 14 in the fourth quarter. So some, some takeaways from this game for sure to discuss. I, I think, though, once again, the biggest thing is the next one. And with a back-to-back coming up, a game tomorrow, another winnable team in the Hornets that you should beat, you know, getting this first one tonight was paramount. And obviously, without two starters, it was going to be a little more difficult than probably it had to be. But at the end of the day, you look up at the box score and the Knicks win 120 to 99. You know, a little dicey in the third, as I mentioned. But the Knicks pulled away and they got it done. And I'll start with Brunson, right? I mean, uh, Jalen Brunson probably had the easiest 32 you'll see. So smooth, hit some big shots late in the game, which he always does. And the Knicks as a whole tonight, collectively, 16 three-pointers, which is just as good as it gets. He had 37 points off the bench. Obviously, a lot of that was Emmanuel quickly. But I think if you're a Knicks fan, you take the win. 
and you don't apologize for it. It got a little dicey, as I mentioned in the third, and you move on. Uh, a, lot, a lot of good from this game. You know, some interesting storylines, though, that I want to address now that you kind of got the feel for how this one went with a Knicks 120 to 99 win in Washington. One, the Wizards court, an abomination. These courts are absolute trash. At least most of them are for the tournament. So I'm glad the Knicks could come in. Shout out to all the Knicks fans who were there. That let's go Knicks chance uh, at the end of the fourth quarter was loud. So the Knicks Nick, Nick, Nick fan, obviously well represented in D.C. tonight. But some of the other things that to me that stood out, uh, Dante Divin, uh, DiVincenzo in the starting lineup. He played well tonight. Now, the, the plus minus was only, I think, plus two for the game. But the eye test told me that DiVincenzo played well in this game, especially in the first quarter, starting off with some big threes. I think he had four threes, if by my count, uh, in the first quarter tonight. He finished four of eight, as you see the graphic there on the screen, uh, from, from three-point range. Finished with 14 points. I wonder if the conversation, and we'll take your calls on this, Knicks fans, and we'll read your super chats as well. If the conversation's going to be, you know, the Knicks have a starting lineup with DiVincenzo in it, right? I mean, the Knicks starting lineup tonight was Brunson, DiVincenzo. They started Hart with RJ obviously out, Randall and Mitchell Robinson, who I thought at times played very well tonight. So at starting five going into the game tonight, I barely played with one another. And they started the game pretty well. Knicks got off to a good start in this game. It looked like they were going to blow them out. And then obviously they allowed Washington to chip away. At one point, it was 20 points in the second quarter. Washington cut it at halftime. The Knicks led by nine. It got to five in the third quarter. But that starting lineup, uh, I mean, you give credit to the Knicks down two starters handling their business, getting the win. I wonder if there's going to be more of a conversation, though, especially if R.J. Barrett is out for another night dealing with the migraines or how long the, you know, they, they, they're saying Grimes is day-to-day. How long is that? What does that really mean, right? Aren't we all day-to-day? So we'll see. But I think it's an interesting conversation if we potentially want to see more DiVincenzo in the starting lineup and would Grimes come off the bench. So that's certainly something that I'm looking at. We'll see what the starting five will be tomorrow, second night of a back-to-back. And then the other thing that stood out, uh, Evan Fournier actually got an opportunity to play tonight for the first time in the regular season. And he, the dude thought he was the main character at times in this game. I mean, Fournier, look, I get it. First game, he's going to be a little rusty. The dude's jacking up three-pointer after three-pointer. He didn't look good, I understand. Probably a little rusty. But still, if Evan Fournier is trying to crack the lineup and get you know get some regular playing time here, uh, his performance tonight didn't exactly scream, yep, that guy definitely needs more minutes. Fournier tonight, one of six in 16 minutes. He was 0 for 4 from 3. He had one rebound, one assist, one steal. He was a plus 6. So uh, not exactly the Evan Fournier show tonight for the Knicks in D.C. Nevertheless, Knicks pick up the win. You know, first, first of a of a back-to-back, so you don't apologize for it. And look, the Knicks, who had a gauntlet of a schedule to start the year, are now two games over 500, and you feel good about that. And you don't apologize for road wins in the NBA, even if it's against a Wizards team that's tanking, rebuilding, whatever you want to say it. How bad, by the way, watching this game? And look, yeah, I mean, they made that trade. That's on them. They took on that contract. How terrible was Jordan Poole in this game? Minus. Finished with eight points. Two of 11 from the floor. A very, you know, very uh, uh, brutal to be nice performance uh, by Poole tonight. But good defense by the Knicks at times. And once again, you know, they, you could say maybe they took their foot off the gas a little bit in that third quarter, but they found a way to, to blow them out at the end. They pulled away. I mean, Emmanuel quickly himself basically outscored the Wizards in the fourth quarter. Knicks put up 31 compared to just 15 points, uh, you know, in that fourth quarter, and they, they closed them out. So I would say overall, quality win by the Knicks. You take it, you move on, 
and now you, you focus on winning the back-to-back tomorrow. So big fan of what they did tonight. How could you not be? We'll take your calls on our Discord. I'm new to this. I, I, I wasn't even told. I was told like 10 minutes before we started this, hey, Jake, you're going solo tonight. So be easy with me, callers, as we figure out how to get you on. I got my guy Daniel behind the scenes helping me. I want to thank CP and Alex for giving me the opportunity to do some work uh, with Knicks Fan TV. Shout out to everyone who's tuning in tonight. A little Friday night Knicks. Robert Randolph is singing. And Knicks fans, we could be happy for a night before they get set for the Hornets tomorrow night. Shout out to everyone watching live right now. Make sure you hit that like button and you subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We are presented tonight by Underdog Fantasy. You guys know the promo code for Underdog. Deposit match up to $100. The promo code is KFTV. Underdog is tremendous. Whether you're a basketball fan, a football fan, you can mix and match games for the pick'em entries and a whole lot more. So check it out. Big fan of Underdog Fantasy. We thank them for being the sponsor for tonight's show. My guy Daniel's going to help me with the calls tonight. So we'll open it up to you. We'll read your comments and super chats as well. Let's give let's give everyone a couple minutes to get in. But watching this game tonight once again, you don't apologize for the win. You feel good about uh, you know some of the key players on this team stepping up. And you know I, I made the joke at the top about Jalen Brunson, right? Best tournament or in-season NBA tournament player of all time. Tough to argue. I mean, Jalen Brunson tonight with an easy 32. We all remember a few weeks back in the other, you know, in-season tournament game, which still sounds very weird to say. Uh, Jalen Brunson went out there and, and he had 45 points on November 3rd at the Bucks. So got to be happy with Brunson tonight. And because the Knicks pulled away late, you got him out of the game and you got him some extra rest ahead of uh, what obviously should be, you know, a, a, a back-to-back that typically the second night of a back-to-back is harder to win than the first. So you got the first out of the way, and you got to be feeling good. Mention quickly, Fred Katz has the stat. Emmanuel quickly scored 16 points and six of eight shooting in the fourth quarter. So I was right. He actually outscored the entire Washington Wizards team in the fourth quarter. Washington had 15, quickly at 16. And here's the thing. The more quickly plays better, and does what he does, right? He's fifth. I think he's fifth in bench scoring this league in, in the NBA this year, and that's probably going to go. That's probably going to go up. The more money he's making himself, and obviously every Nick fan was curious to see would they be able to work out an extension. He's betting on himself. He's going to make himself a lot of money. Emmanuel quickly has had a very good season. You heard Wally Zerbiak on the broadcast talk about this. They trust him. Tibbs trust him. Now, as far as Tom Thibodeau, one critique I have of this game tonight: why? Is is uh, Randall, Julius Randall, shooting the technical free throws over Jalen Brunson? Someone, someone's got to explain that to me. Why is Randall shooting the technical free throws over Jalen Brunson? Because the free throw stats, the free throw percentages, speak for themselves. All right, uh, I saw Tommy Beer had it. Brunson's at eighty-two point four percent. Randall's at 71%. Randall should not be taking the technicals. Now, it doesn't cost them tonight because you're in a you know, playing tournament game against the Wizards who stink. But that's something I, I don't understand, and I'm curious why they don't just have Brunson shoot the technical free throws. There's no doubt about that. TM writes in, Wizards went eight minutes in between scores in the fourth. I, I mean, it was, <laughs> it, it was ridiculous, man. I mean, bad teams are bad for a reason. And even though the Knicks did not play great for parts of this game, 
they hit some shots down the stretch. Quickly was phenomenal in the fourth quarter, and you closed them out, and that's what good teams do. So we'll open it up now. Your calls on our Discord. Once again, shout out to Knicks Nation for tuning in. My name is Jake Asman. You can hear me on ESPN New York, ESPN Radio, and my own YouTube channel, The Jake Asman Show. Diehard Knicks fan, new to Knicks fan TV for the season. So it's exciting to be on here after a Friday night Knicks win over the Washington Wizards. Let's go to our first caller. We got Rambo on our Discord hotline. Rambo, you're first up tonight. Thanks for making the call. What do you got for us? Man, first off, Jake, man, appreciate you coming in, holding us down today, man. You hearing me all clear over there? Rambo, we got you loud and clear, man. Thanks for thanks for tuning in and thanks for calling. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. The Knicks, you know, we were down two guys today, just like we are today in KFTV. And, and just like you're holding it down for us today, I'm going to tell you, man, everybody else held it down. Dante DiVincenzo held it down. Manuel quickly held it down. Uh, Josh Hart held it down. I love what I'm seeing out there, man. I just want these guys just to keep it up right now, man. It was a beautiful game. We've seen a lot of good things. I'm seeing a lot of different things. You've seen quick passing the ball up a lot faster when, you, when he sees Randall coming downhill. So with little stuff like that, man, we, it's, it's the eye test for me. It's just the little stuff. Us feeding Mitch down. Like, it's, it's the little stuff where you see these guys trusting each other, man. It was a great game. Great game, man. Last year, these were the games that were so tough for us that we were, you know, barely winning. And and to be a contender is to take these games and take advantage of these games. These games that we're supposed to win, we're supposed to win these games. Blow them out, man. You know? So I'm just, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I love seeing it. You guys get your thumbs up right now. You know what I'm saying? Shout out the sponsor. Shout out Manscaped. You're still balling. You know, let's go, guys, man. You know what time. Let's be hyped about this. I don't want to hear about no trades. Let's let's stay packed <laughs> down until about January, February, if before the trade deadline. See where we want to prove at. Until then, let's let, let this team chill out right now, man. Because we get no respect. I hate this. We get no respect. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it too much of the line, man. Keep holding the John Jake. Shout out to you guys. Salute to everybody. CP Alex, shoot out to y'all. Salute to y'all, man. I'm out. Rambo, good call. Let me say this, too, about, you know, the, the lack of respect the Knicks get. You know what drives me nuts? I was thinking about this today. I got to hear how great all these other teams are at, you know, look what they've done with their rebuild. Oh, you know, look what they've done stockpiling picks. And, well, they have cap flexibility and they have young players. And then the only conversation nationally about the Knicks is, well, who are they going to trade for? Well, they're a good team, but they don't have another star. Like, why can't the conversation about the Knicks be, hey, it's a pretty good team. All right, do they have that superstar next to Brunson? or next to Randall or RJ at this point? No, but, I mean, we as Nick fans have been starving for a team that competes like they do on a night-in, night-out basis. Plays, plays hard. Has good players that are young players that are still getting better. Like, RJ Barrett's growth this year, migraines aside, and hopefully he plays tomorrow and I will see. Like, I don't know. I think we as Nick fans should just enjoy the ride. Like, we don't, I don't need the national media or whoever saying, well, the Knicks, they're not good enough to win a championship because they don't have another star. At that, man. All right, this is a nice team. This is a fun team to watch. We've watched Slop for basically 10 years before this past season, right? Hadn't won a playoff series since the mellow years. So, yeah, you know what? The, the Knicks aren't the Bucks, or they're not the Nuggets. You know what? They're fun to watch. They're a good team. They're a good team with young players that are getting better. And, you know, their best player, Jalen Brunson, I think there's another level to his game, and he had the easiest 32 points, you know, you'll see tonight. And it's good to see Randall continue to play well because he got off to the brutal start. Like a lot of that was coming off the surgery. But you know what? Regular season Randall, there's no problems with him ever. All right? Obviously, the questions with Randall will be 
the postseason. But Randall's played well the last five or six games, whatever it is. 22 more points tonight. He had, obviously, the seven rebounds, eight assists. He had the triple-double, basically, the other night. I mean, he's been good. So I, I think there's more positives, certainly, than negatives with the Knicks right now. But all, all these other teams, how they're rebuilding the right way. And, oh, they got young players and cap flexibility. Well, some of the Knicks. Let's give credit to Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau and, and even Scott Perry, who's now podcasting. Now, this is, this is a fun team. It's a fun, a fun, fun young core to watch, right? And I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're going to win a championship. Yeah, we understand a win. You need another star, but enjoy the ride because Nick fans are great. I mean, this is what we wanted. We wanted a team to root for, a team that plays hard every night. There's, there's positives with this next team, right? And I'm not going to sit here and say, well, it's, it's great. They're good, but it's better off being god-awful. No, I lived through that. Right? When the Knicks were god-awful, they wouldn't even get the top pick. It, it, they never got any luck in the lottery. So you know what? Build it this way. Because they have changed the reputation of what it means to be a Knick, Right In the past, it was, well, the Knicks are a joke. No one wants to play here. That's not the case anymore. They need the right person that wants to come here. They need the right superstar to dump the assets into. But they have built it the right way. And you know what also drives me nuts, Nick fans? When I see some of these ridiculous trade proposals out there, Zach Levine, I don't want Zach Levine. Then I see, oh, well, Zach Levine actually doesn't want to play for the Knicks. Well, he doesn't want to play for the Knicks because the Knicks don't want him to play for them. That's classic, you can't fire me because I quit nonsense. Or this was the thing that drove me nuts today on Twitter. The Photoshop version of Carl Anthony Towns in a Knicks number 33 jersey. Are you kidding me? The disrespect to one of the great players in the history of basketball, Patrick Ewing, to put a 33 on another Nick, that is not Ewing. Come on. Enough. All right, that was a job. If I see one more Photoshop of Anthony Towns wearing a, a, a number 33, I mean, my head's going to explode. All right, we're not doing that. Uh, disrespect to the captain. Disrespect to Ewing. So if, if you're the Knicks, Keep doing what you're doing, man. Real Nick fans, I think, appreciate uh, what this team is doing. Real Nick fans appreciate that this team plays hard. They're a good quality team. They survived this kind of gauntlet of the schedule. And here they are. They're 7-5. and five. Winnable game again tomorrow. Get to 8-5. and five. I know it's second night of a back-to-back, but still, you should be able to beat a three-win Hornets team. You go from there. All right? And for what it's worth, the Knicks now have a win in their playing tournament. We'll take more of your calls if you want in. I'm going to read some more of your comments as well. We have open phone lines on our Discord. My guy, Producer Daniels, helped me out tonight as I make my debut here solo hosting this postgame show. I want to thank everyone in the audience for tuning in. Hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. That helps this channel continue to grow, which has nearly 68,000 subscribers. If that doesn't tell you how incredible the Nick fan base is. Cliff writes in, wearing Nick's gear always means invitation to confrontation. Yeah, people love to use the Knicks for clicks, right? Knicks for clicks. You see it all the time. You see it all the time. Don't fall for it, Nick fans. Real Nick fans understand uh, what this team is. Super chat from William. He goes, Knicks win tonight and tomorrow, Jets win Sunday. William, from your lips to God's ears, man. Yeah, I don't even want to bring up the Jets on this show. I don't want any of their, like, offensive ineptitude to rub off on the Knicks who moved the ball pretty well tonight. <laughs> Good God. Good God. JJ says, quickly balling like that in front of mom was special. Yeah, who's the better free throw shooter, quickly or his mom? Quickly says it's him. His mom says it's him. 
Maybe MSG should televise a free throw contest between the two of them. That'll get some ratings. Uh, shout out to Ben Little for the kind words. Um, let's keep reading some of your comments here. Appreciate everyone tuning in. King Matthew says patience as always. That's the thing, right? Everyone wants the Knicks to make a trade. Why are we making a trade if the trade is not going to make you that much better? Like, you can't sit here and tell me the Knicks are a championship contender with Zach Levine or Carl Anthony Towns. Could they be marginally better potentially? Sure, but they're not, right? I, I am comfortable seeing where this young team goes until there's truly a difference-making superstar that's available. I like the fact that R.J. Barrett continues to get better. Emmanuel quickly tonight continues to maybe be you know, the best player off the bench in the league with 27 more points tonight. I like the fact that, what, Jalen Brunson's 26, 27? I mean, this is a young core. All right, I do think from a you know kind of bigger picture perspective, I'm curious what Nick fans think about what the starting lineup should be when Grimes is healthy. Are you open to the idea of DiVincenzo actually starting? Would you like that over Grimes? Now, I did afternoon radio in Houston for five years on the ESPN station, and I, I watched Grimes in college, and he, he, him to me was like the perfect Tom Thibodeau player, 3 and D guy. I liked what Grimes gave them last year. I thought his you know, defensive stop against Jimmy Butler in the playoffs last year in game five of the Garden was you know, an all-time moment of last season. He's, he just has not been good so far. It's a short sample size, and now he's hurt. So I don't know if I'm in any rush to pull the plug on Grimes, but, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a worthwhile conversation, obviously. John writes in, if we make a trade, get spider. I'd be interested in a Mitchell trade before I would trade assets for Carl Anthony Towns or before I would trade assets for Zach Levine, right? So I'm good with that. But it's got it's to be the right star. That's the whole point. It has to be the right star that you're acquiring. And for the record, I probably wouldn't move Quentin, Quentin Grimes yet. They need his defense in the starting lineup. And I think he's still a young, developing player. Once, once – once his handle improves, and I think his handle will get better, he's going to be that more dynamic. Wombag Doodle in the comment section says, why are we always the ones who have to make a trade for a superstar? I mean, people love to use the Knicks for clicks. The Knicks don't need to do anything, all right? They don't need to do anything. See, the old Knicks would have made a bad move with their assets. Eventually, Leon Rose is going to have to make a move to acquire another star. He doesn't need to do it yet. The Garden sold out every night. Nick fans are passionate, the best fans in, in all of basketball. And any rational Nick fan does not want them just to dump a bunch of assets that maybe be slightly improved. The move you make, the next move you make is the move that you say, hey, this gets us over the top and we're competing for a championship. Right now, with just continuity, the Knicks don't need to make a move and they could be a top four team in the Eastern Conference. I truly believe that. Live Life Sharp says, I disagree, Jake. We have to do something. Well, then you got to tell me what move you're making, right? You tell me, hey, Jake, we're going to make a move because we're going to acquire Giannis. We're going to acquire Jokic. I say, sure, let's do it. I want to date Margot Robbie, though. We can't always get what we want. Like, it has to be a realistic move. Out of the reported names that are out there, I don't, I don't truly understand what player they could get now that would move the needle and make them better than they currently are. Seriously. Like, if you told me it was like Randall for Towns or just a one-for-one swap, I'd maybe entertain it, right? But it's not. I'm going to give up picks. 
I'm going to take on the contract. I'm not doing that. And here's the thing with Julius Randle that I'll, I'll defend Randle on. The guy always plays, man. All right? In a league where no star players ever want to play, right? Where they have, they have rules now where you have to play at least 65 games to be eligible for the, you know, the NBA awards that they give out. Here's the guy in Julius Randle who always shows up, he always posts, takes the ball, and he plays. And the guy was clearly rusty or not at 100% at the beginning of the year. I see someone wrote in Gal Gadot over Margot. All right, this would be like me complaining, man, I really want Giannis, but the Knicks traded for Jokic. Let's calm down, buddy. I think, we, I think we'd be good with either one. But I'm with you, man. All right, but give, give Randall credit, man. Guy never makes complaints. He shows up. He plays. We understand what has happened in the postseason. And until Randall plays well in the postseason, that's always going to be a conversation hanging over him. That's just how it goes in New York. But as far as what he does in the regular season, that's a damn good player. Right? And the Knicks need him. They need, they, they, they need him, at least in the regular season. Anyway, and they're going to need him in the playoffs, too. Uh, let's see. It's why me says, which is a player that could help us win five more games? That's NBA Finals. Yeah, you're talking about in the postseason, that's NBA Finals. Right? But, but the context is important. Who's that star player? I'm open to making a move. But I'm only making a move if I'm acquiring a player that's truly going to take this team over the top. And, and right now, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying watching this Knicks team. Right? I, I think it's okay to say that. Mike Grew says, never heard of this dude, but he's spitting facts. I appreciate you, Mike. Well, now you've heard of me. My name is Jake Asm. Only one ask you sickos. Uh, Knicks win 120-99. to 99. We got some open lines on the Discord. We're taking Discord-only calls tonight. Shout out to CP, Alex, JD, everyone at Knicks Fan TV for allowing me to hold it down tonight so that the fellas can enjoy a Friday night after the Knicks picked up a win on Friday night, Knicks. Let's go back to the calls right now. We got Matt on the Discord hotline. Matt, you're up next tonight. What's going on? You're on with Jake Asman. And Matt dropped off. Matt, call back. We'll get you on. Someone wrote Shadowrun. Shout out to all my Jet followers who are in here tonight. Appreciate you guys for the support. All my fellow Knicks Jet fans out there. I talk Jets every day on YouTube, and you can find me on ESPN New York and ESPN Radio. Uh, let's see. JC says, Bridges, but Brooklyn would never let him be a Nick. Bridges is an awesome player. Are the Knicks a championship team with Bridges? What am I giving up to get him? Yeah, I know, I, know, I know the Nova boys would love that. By the way, Nick started three players in the starting lineup tonight at a Villanova. Someone wrote in RJ is him. I, look, at what point do we get concerned, by the way, with RJ's migraines? Like, is this going to be a recurring problem this year? Hopefully he plays tomorrow. Mark says, if it's not Embiid or Clay Thompson or somebody that's going to make a difference, I'm good. Clay Thompson has played terrible this year. All right, he, he wouldn't even make the Knicks that much better. And he's also a guard. I don't think the Knicks need guards right now. In fact, I think the Knicks' guard depth tonight was why they were able to win. Right? Like, look, look at the game quickly had off the bench. DiVincenzo gave you something tonight. Obviously, Brunson gave you 32-7-7. Seven and seven. 
to have enough guards. I see Jet Like says, the ass man from Rick and Dave. That is correct. I work for 98.7 ESPN New York, which is the Knicks flag. What? So, yes. I'm still laughing at the guy who said Clay Thompson. I, has anyone watched Clay Thompson this year? He's been terrible, man. Respect to the career he's had. He might be shot. All right? That's a bad take. No thanks to Clay. You tell me it's indeed, I obviously will listen. Injuries aside, he's still the reigning MVP of the league. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We got, we got open phone lines here if anyone wants in on our Discord-only conversation. Producer Daniel helped me out tonight. Get everyone up. Keep rolling here once again. Knicks postgame show. Knicks win 120-99. to 99. Good win for the Knicks. 16 three-point field goals. 37 bench points. Brunson with a smooth 32. Emmanuel quickly outscoring the Wizards by himself in the fourth quarter tonight. Quickly finishing with 27. It's 16 in the fourth. The Wizards as a team only at 15. Uh, Jordan Poole might have the worst contract in the NBA. That's a takeaway I would have if I was doing a Wizards postgame live. But overall, I think good stuff tonight. If you're a fan of the Knicks, you got to be feeling good uh, about this win. And we'll see if they could go back-to-back, win tomorrow, and keep it rolling. But, I mean, pretty good start to the road trip. You went in Atlanta the other night out there and you obviously take care of business tonight take care of business tomorrow and you get three games over 500 despite the gauntlet of a schedule to start i think you're feeling pretty good if you're a fan of the knicks let's get back to your calls right now matt i believe is back with us matt you're up next here on the knicks fan tv post game show with jake asman what's going on matt matt hello matt are you alive matt Matthew, I guess not. And that better have the best point ever. All right, guys, calling back. Can't hear him. He calls back again. I need you, Matt. You're out there. Uh, let's see. James says, Knicks are beating all the teams they're supposed to beat this year. I think they will only improve as the season goes on. I mean, they should, right? I mean, they had a gauntlet of a schedule to start. But here's the thing with the Knicks, why they should be a better regular season team, and it's why I bet their win total over, I think it was 45 and a half. They won, what, 47 last year? 46 last year, whatever it was. They, they have a tremendous amount of continuity on this team. That matters, man. The coach has been here now going into his fourth year. The star players on this team have now all played together for at least two-plus years. If you count the star players as Brunson, Randall and Barrett. And I think the, the Brunson we saw in the playoffs is more of who he's going to be on a, uh, uh, in the regular season. Like I think at times last year, Jalen Brunson, he wasn't the guy necessarily right away at the start of the year, right? It was still kind of Randall's team. And while Randall maybe, you know, has better stats in the regular season than Brunson, Brunson's the point guard. He's the catalyst. And we saw in the playoffs, I mean, Jalen Brunson was the dude, you know, he, he was the guy playing all 48 minutes of, of, of every, playoff game down the stretch. I think he's a better player. Like the, the, the player Brunson was at the beginning of last year. I think he's a significantly better player right now. More calls right now. Let's go to Cody Glock. Who's up next on our show tonight. Cody, do we get, do, can you hear me? Do you got me? We hear you, Cody. What's going on, man? Hey, chilling Jake. Yo, what's up? Big up. Yo, shout out Jake, man. You already know, man. Yo, yo, shout out Manscaped, man. I have a zero turnovers because of Manscaped. 
I take care of my ball profusely with the elbow friction in my mixing. Yo, Jake, man, tonight, man, you see what I was talking about the other day? Jalen Brunson, he needs to be a point guard. First, second, third quarter, he needs to be a point guard, man. Because when he's a point guard, the Knicks play better. The ball moves. It doesn't stick. Everybody touches it. Everybody gets their confidence up. It was a bum team tonight, so we can have our little practice, you know? We can have our little practices and our practicalities on the on the Wizards. We got Jordan Poole, you know, he's still stuck on Ice Spice. He, he thought he dropped that 40 points in preseason. He was doing something. We had to really show him what's up with the Knicks. And then we got Kyle Kuzma over here looking like looking like Cisco. You feel me? We 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 beat we beat him up too. You he was kind of balling. And the little Thun, Emmanuel quickly is playing for his increments. We have a decision to make. We have a decision to make. What's it gonna be? Like we we gotta pay him his his increments. Somebody's gonna have to dip. Somebody something's gonna have to happen because the Knicks is not a, not, not not enough money to go around, man. I'm gonna end the quick, man. Shout out Mickey Pipes, man. Shout out shout out Chuck D, man. Shout out Jake, man. Shout out CP Fritos, man. Shout out Alex, man. Shout out CK2K. CK2K picks his spots on the play-by-play. He 3-0 because he he picks the bum team. <laughs> he's, he's not Good slick. Point. But shout out CK2K on the play-by-play, man. Yo, man. Shout out the Knicks, man. You already know, man. Cody, good call, man. Friday Night Knicks, right? Robert Randolph. Oh, you thought I was done. You thought I was done. You thought I was done. Shout out Mitchie, man. Mitchie ain't no snitchy, man. (laughs) Are you done now, Cody? Yes, he's done. Cody, good call. Look, you got to feel good. I mean, and and look, they got to pay quickly. They, they they have to pay Emmanuel quickly. Otherwise, he's a part of a, a of a trade that gets you another star. It, 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 to me, that that that's the only scenario here with Emmanuel quickly, right? First off, the coach loves him and trusts him, so you pay him, or he's a part of a trade that's being used to acquire the next superstar. Because you, you can't lose him for nothing. He's too valuable of an asset. He's a damn good player, and I think he's an ascending player as well. He's only getting better. Let's keep rolling with your calls as we we uh, react to a Knicks win on the road in the play-in tournament, baby. Yeah, Adam Silver's dream becoming realized as the Knicks get a win, one twenty to ninety-nine in the play-in tournament. Knicks improved to seven and five on the season. We got our guy VR up next on the show. What's up, VR? Hey, what's going on? Jake Asman, you are the hardest working man in sports business doing the Knicks <laughs> show. You know, you know me from the from the Jets, and I love all my New York teams, man. But I, I've been a Knicks fan since I was a knee-high man. I go all the way back to Marvin the Eraser, Webster, and the original Twin Towers with Bill Cartwright. And uh, Bernard King was my favorite, my favorite Nick growing up, along with John Starks. And uh, these Knicks, you know, they they uh, they looking good. They, they, you know, on any given night, they look impressive, man. IQ is already like six six man in the uh, of the of the tournament, 
Um, I don't know yeah, who right. we playing next. Are we playing? Uh, are we playing uh, Barcelona in the in the Euro tournament <laughs> next? <laughs> oh my God! You know, isn't there like a Barcelona basketball team or something? Right? I, I could be <laughs> wrong about that, but I, I think there is. I, I don't know. The, the playing tournament VR. I, I just I I can't get into it. I care because it's a regular season game. You know, I, I care because the because the Knicks had an opportunity to go out there. And 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 pick up a win against a bad team, and they handled business tonight. It wasn't always pretty. Rushing cut at the five at one point late in the third, but the Knicks took care of business and hit some clutch clutch shots down the stretch. Quickly was great down the stretch. Brunson was Brunson. And you get the win, and you you try you, you get the first game of the back to back, and then you try and go out there and you know win tomorrow night against a against a Hornets team that respectfully is not very good. They're three and eight. You know going into this game tomorrow. You know the only thing the only thing that I'll say is that you know. At least in my opinion, the the only way these Nova Knicks is gonna work is if J, if we get Jay Wright and we get rid of Tibbs. Uh, uh, you know, I'm serious about that too. I, you know, I don't think this is the the right coach to bring this team uh, moving forward. I, I just think the 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 way that he coaches is a little bit antiquated for you know the new style of the league. And I just think that, you know, defense is still good, but you need to score in this league and you need to put players in in the right positions to score. And I, I don't think, uh, you know, the way that Tibbs coaches is the the, the right way for the future. So uh, I'll hang up and, uh, you know, listen and, uh, you know, great, great job tonight, Jake. You know, I love you. Peace out. VR, appreciate you, man. For those who don't know, VR is one of the most passionate New York sports fans I know. I was with them at the Jets Raiders game last weekend in Vegas. Uh, look, my, my thing with Thibodeau would be this. Who are you getting that's obviously better, right? I mean, is he perfect as a coach? No. But you know what? Th- this team plays hard for him. This team has gotten better under him. There's structure with this team. I think that matters, right? Maybe he's not the coach. That will be here when this team eventually wins a championship. But right now, I think he's the best you're going to deal with with no rush to just get rid of him. And I don't think Jay Wright's coming to the Knicks, right? I don't think that's going to happen. Also, as much as we all love Jay Wright for the job he's done at Villanova, do we know he'd be a good NBA coach? Just saying. We have a bunch of tomatoes in the chat here. Are we throwing tomatoes at our caller? Is that the uh, is, is that is that the joke? I mean, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do an anti Tom Thibodeau tonight. I'm not. All right, they have a good defense. They hit the three points tonight. The bottom line is the Knicks could not shoot in the playoffs last year. All right, I, I don't know how much of that. I like I don't I don't know how much that we could really put on Tibbs too. Like. Is it Tom Thibodeau's fault that if you could take, you know, uh, Randall and Brunson's game six and put their shooting numbers combined, they were like two of 19 or whatever it was? Probably worse than that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I see the comment here from Dimahoo. Knicks are 13th on offense and third on defensive rating coming in today. That's with a horrible start offensively to the season. Tibbs is the reason he keeps the players honest. Also, let's not forget, all right? I know Julius, you know, Julius Randle can be polarizing to some in this fan base. What was Julius Randle before Tom Thibodeau became the Knicks coach? Seriously. Like, Randle became an all-star level player under Thibodeau. That's a fact. All right, like this team plays hard. They play tough. They have an identity. Is he perfect? No, but come on. I'm in no rush to get rid of the coach right now. They're winning games. That's the bottom line. I see a good comment from from Omzin. Tibbs isn't perfect, but we winning. And I mean. The Knicks had a gauntlet of a schedule. A gauntlet. And they kind of weathered that storm early on. And I expect this team to get better as the year goes on. And the fact of the matter is these young players have developed under uh, under them. Right? And also, I think, I think Brunson's ascension, Thibodeau deserves credit for it too. He, Say whatever you want about Leon Rose and Thibodeau. They, they saw something in Brunson, right? Remember, let's not have revisionist history. The Knicks were mocked when they signed Jalen Brunson. Remember the, oh, my God, you know, they, they had to tamper to get Jalen Brunson. That's the one free agent that finally comes to New York. Let's not do the, well, now Brunson's is a superstar stuff. I, I mean, the, the, the whole rest of the league still owes the Knicks an apology for Jalen Brunson because he's been phenomenal. He's arguably been the best free agent signing this franchise has had. He's certainly right in that conversation. And I'll say it again. He is the best play-in tournament player of all time. All right? When Adam Silver envisioned this dopey play-in tournament, he knew Jalen Brunson would be the greatest play-in tournament of all time, minimum two games played. (laughs) I mean, these are just facts. But I'm telling you, man, there's, there's, there's no obvious coach out there that I think you, you would want over Thibodeau right now. All right? You're now getting Mike Malone. All right, this team's winning. Well, I, there'll be a time and place to criticize Thibodeau. That's how we Nick fans can be. But I don't think that time and place is right now. 
Let's keep rolling with your calls. Calls on our Discord. You're watching the Knicks Fan TV postgame show. Shout out to the over 800 of you watching live. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. As CP would say, salute to all the Knicks fans who are out there celebrating a Friday night Knicks win here on November 17th. Mr. Bushido is up next on our postgame show tonight. Mr. Bushido, what do you got for us? Uh, thanks for taking my call, Jake. Uh, I appreciate it. And thanks for holding it down tonight while the other guys uh, take a breather. They're partying. Um, so I, I had to do it. They're out and about. They're <laughs> drinking. They're partying. I don't know what's going on, but someone had to step up. <laughs> Rightfully so. They got a champagne and campaign. Uh, That's right. But the, the reason for my call initially was to talk about something entirely. But the conversation about Tibbs uh, brought up something that I wanted to talk about. Um, like Tibbs, I'm I'm one of those guys who's anti-Tibbs. However, um, to play devil's advocate, as much as I dislike his rotations and sometimes like uh, how he chooses to run the team, like the culture that he's brought in is something that was needed in New York. And I think that if the team ever decides that he's not the guy to bring us to the promised land, they should make like a lateral move within the roster and uh, go with Johnny Bryant because he's been a part of that culture. He has a rapport with all the players and stuff like that. But for now, um, the team's doing well. It's a great win. We're supposed to win, uh, blow them out earlier so our guys can get some rest before the back-to-back. But it was a great overall win. Um, but I did want to get your perspective on something. Um, one weak point on the team that I believe um, we need to improve on Everybody's talking about big trades like Zach Levine and stuff like that. I think it's a marginal trade because right now our biggest uh, deficiency is size, especially at the forward position. So I'm thinking like in terms of our assets, the most tradable, like the most expendable asset that could actually get us something that adds to the team is Evan Fournier. And looking at his contract, there are two guys that, stick out and i want your opinion on them uh jonathan isaac from the orlando magic um he's 610 he could play either the three or the four tonight he played against the bulls he got 10 and five i think on 13 minutes doesn't need the ball um so he would fit in pretty good there and then the other one's a long shot it's uh dorian finney smith from the nets um he's six seven he could play either the three or the four He's a great shooter, great defender. And I think if we could add somebody marginal like that, that gives us some size off the bench, maybe force Tibbs to expand the rotation from 9 to 10, um, we can go a lot further. Mr. Bushido, good call. My question to you would be this. Why would those teams want to make a deal now for Evan Fournier? Like, he's an expiring contract, but then you're going to have to attach. I would assume you'd be willing to attach draft compensation because otherwise, why would those teams even be interested? I'm thinking, like, we have some conditional seconds in the coffer. Like, for Isaacs, um, Isaacs, his, he's got two years left on his deal, and both years are guaranteed, whereas Evan Fournier's got an option, so they can dump him if they need to, and then they can get better through free agency. And we give them some of those conditional free agent, uh, conditional uh, second-rounders. Like, from Atlanta, we've got one that's, like, protected from, like, the early second round. Give him one of those. More than that. 
Evan Fournier's got no value. Uh, he's an expiring contract, which is great. But honestly, if you're the Knicks, you probably need to keep Fournier on your team because he makes a lot of money. And it's in when you make these significant trades, you got to match salaries. And his contract is easy to use as like a you know a trade kicker, basically. Yeah, but if we if we can't um, find a team that can value Evan Fournier, this is the team. Like we're gonna have to deal with the size deficiencies later into the postseason and stuff like that. So I was just looking at that, like, because outside of that, outside of that size issue that we have at the forward position, I think the team is like pretty well built and can compete against the top three. Nobody's giving us that, that, uh, that, uh, evaluation, but we played the Celtics pretty close with one of our star missing stars missing twice. And then like every team that we're supposed to beat, we beat them pretty handily. So that's pretty much a good sign that like we can go far. It's just that if we can nip that one deficiency that we have on our roster, we could probably do better. Good call, Mr. Brashida. I appreciate you making it. I just don't know if that not like makes them that much better. Honestly. For Fournier, we understand what he is. I don't know like I I don't know one, I don't know if Orlando would want to make that deal. I know the Nets aren't gonna make a trade with the Knicks. I don't know if that's the move. Fournier tonight, I mean he thought he was the main character at times in this game. Took a bunch of shots. They didn't go in. We'll see if he gets more run tomorrow. The Tibbs probably used more of a rotation tonight because it was a back-to-back. Uh, Fournier makes money, though, and that's valuable for a trade kicker. I don't, but I, like, there's no value, man. Like, a team acquiring Fournier is strictly just doing that because, you know, they want to create some cap space because it's an expiring deal. Fournier is not going to be used in a one-for-one trade, though. He's going to be used in a bigger deal for a potential superstar that Leon Rose or Tom Thibodeau think get the Knicks over the top or take them from, you know, a team that was in the second round a year ago, pushed Miami to game six to a team that maybe can get to a conference finals. Someone wrote in, we getting what we got for OB for Evan. That's a great point. I mean, we all thought the Knicks got nothing for OB Toppin. What are you going to get for Evan Fournier? As things are looking up for this team. I think you got to be encouraged, folks. Once again, they had the hardest schedule in the NBA to start the year, right? And now they're two games over 500. I think there's a good chance they can get to eight and five tomorrow night. I think you got to be feeling good about where this team is at. Right? I mean, look, even tonight, you win two games, or you, you win a game tonight without two starters. What was that graphic that was just on the screen? Was that Alex? Is Evan Fournier? Is that what I just saw there, Daniel? That was funny. Oh, my God. That is funny. That is funny. (laughs) Shout out to Alex, fellow Jets fan on the Knicks Fan TV channel. Let's keep rolling with some callers here. Why Me is up next on our post-game show. Why Me? You're on with Jake Asman here on Knicks Fan TV. What do you got for us tonight? Jake, what up, man? Why? Can you hear me? What's up, why me? Yes, we got you. Can you hear me? Yes, you're you're on the air, why me? What do you got for us? Man. So listen, I just want to let everybody know, like I said. Listen, man, I usually call I just let everybody know, look, y'all gotta be patient. You got a coach right now. Coach has the team. That's 
important thing. Y'all, y'all just go strategic philosophies on how to play. And basketball is simple. You you stop your opponent from and you order them. You play defense. You lock down. You be physical as much as they allow you to be. Evan Fournier, definitely, we're using him for trade bait. We're, we're trying to actually use Evan Fournier to get someone and include that. You, got, you guys got to be patient. Like, what do you want? When we had Patrick Ewan, it was Pat and a bunch of role players. We got, we got a few all-stars. We missing RJ. We missing grounds. We're still winning games. We're still competitive. Let the chips fall right now. We're, we're in a good position, and we're really probably going to pick up guys closer to the playoffs is really when we're really gonna need guys to, to fill in and all of that stuff. So that's it, man. I'm just I'm just keeping it easy right now. Ready for Charlotte tomorrow. I might hit the game. So if I do, I'll definitely call in and let the guys know what's up. Salute the Knicks Nation, Alex CP, Jake, thanks for holding it down. CK, Day D, Kelo K. Peace to everybody. Good night, yo. I me. Excellent call. I look, I think patience is actually key. And if there's one thing we know as Knicks fans, I think we know how to be patient. Honestly, I'm not even saying that to make a joke. Like, we, 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 we took to the streets after winning a playoff game the last couple of years and party. Right? We got to be patient. Because the, the next move the Knicks make, they have to get it right because it, it, the, it will be the culmination of this rebuild where you've had improvement each year, young players getting better, guys that you've actually drafted and developed. Isn't that refreshing as a Knicks fan? Like, R.J. Barrett was drafted and developed by the Knicks. Emmanuel Quickly, Quinton Grimes, drafted and developed by the Knicks. Mitchell Robinson, drafted and developed by the Knicks. And even the free agent signings, right? Randall and Brunson. They got better once they became Knicks. So the Knicks actually have something going here with young players being acquired, either the draft or in free agency. And they're being developed. So the next move they make when they push their chips into the middle of the table is that was out in Vegas last last week. Like they got a hit on it. That's why I'm not pushing all my chips in the middle of the table to go for Carl Anthony Towns or for Zach Levine. It's the NBA. One thing we know is that there's always a superstar that eventually becomes available. And if you have the war chest of assets, which the Knicks do. You keep those assets available to eventually make that big move. And I don't, I don't even think I mentioned Emmanuel quickly drafted and developed by the Knicks when I was going through this young core here. I am him says, no, Brunson was good before the Knicks, Jake. He was good. He has become a star with the Knicks. He had a great playoff run when Doncic was, what, he was hurt during that run in some of those games, if you remember. Come on. All right, the, the Jalen Brunson that the Knicks have now was not the Brunson that was on the Mavericks. The Knicks gave him an opportunity. They saw something in him. They were mocked when they did it. Let's not forget what the narrative was when they brought in Brunson, right? I think when they signed him, he was the 15th highest paid point guard in the NBA. Now it's even lower because his contract continues to age like fine wine. You, did you see the money that uh, Fred Van Vliet got from the Rockets this offseason? You imagine Jalen Brunson was a free agent, what he would have gotten paid? Someone wrote in back on the trade talk again. Hey, that's what the callers want to talk about, man. I don't know how many ways we could break down, uh, you know, Knicks 120-99 win over the Wizards. <laughs> I mean, if you want that breakdown, tune into the first 15 minutes of the show tonight. We went through the game. But it's a nice win for the Knicks. They handled their business. And now they got to do it again tomorrow.
All right, a couple more minutes left in our post-game show here on a Friday night. Let's go to Harrison, Harrison D., who is up next on the show this evening. What's going on, Harrison? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm great, man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, nice. I was at the Ainsworth tonight at the KFTV wash party. So that was a great time, great vibe. And uh, everyone leave a like if you're listening. Um, I just got some points I want to make. First, we can't let go of quickly. Like, he's too good. He's too important to us. Like, whatever we need to do, if we need to eat the poison pill, I think it's it's worth it because, you know, he's he's going to be a great player for a long time. And even if he can't get a starter's minutes, I mean, look at a player like, you know, Hall of Famer Manu Ginobili. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. But, um, you know, someone who can be the bench leader for years on end, I think quickly in that role would be more beneficial to us than Grimes and DiVincenzo. You know what I mean? Even though I I like those players as well. But you got to trade Fournier to make room to sign quickly in the offseason. And, yeah, I mean, good win. We're a good team, and the good teams beat the bad teams. So let's do it again tomorrow against Charlotte. And then have um, a nice three-game win streak going into a good game in Minnesota. But um, yeah, thank you for taking my call. And uh, you know, it's only a matter of time, even though Mitch is having a great start until they start calling about trading for Mo Bamba. So <laughs> let's look forward to that, man. Uh, good call, Harris. I'm glad you had a good time at the watch party tonight. I heard it was a great turnout. I went to the uh, the watch party, the pregame party. I went to Nick Celtics opening night. And I uh, stopped oh, by nice. and hung out with a bunch of uh, Knicks fan TV listeners that night before the game. So, glad he had a good time. I'm with you. They got to pay quickly. Look, yeah. uh, he, he's too valuable. He's 24 years old. I, I think he's he's on his way to potentially winning the Sixth Man of the Year award. I mean, he's he's a damn good player who seemingly is only getting better. And he's got the trust of the coach. Thibodeau yeah. trusts him down the stretch late in these games. And you, you've seen it. He could take over games. I think a big issue the Knicks had last year was quickly was banged up or he just didn't have a good playoff for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know, if he could take a step in the postseason this year, that could be the difference of the Knicks going from a team that got to the second round to surprising a lot of people and actually getting to a conference finals because he really gave them nothing in the second round last season. Yeah, I mean, if he plays those last three games, maybe we even make it to the conference final, you know? Right. Um, but he is he is just an incredible player and he's only going to get better. Absolutely. Good call. Appreciate it. Take care. Keep it rolling. If anyone wants in, last chance to do so. We're going to wrap up here in just a little bit. Seems like a lot of people are high on quickly. How could you not be high on quickly after the game he had tonight? Homecoming game of sorts for him. And he he brings a, a dynamic to this team off the bench. And that's a big reason why they won tonight. And they were down two starters. No Barrett, no Grimes. And still go out there and you win by over 20 points which is what good teams are supposed to do. You see the playing standings up on the screen. We've been showing it throughout the broadcast. I guess with the Knicks winning tonight, they're still alive to be, what, one of the top two teams that could advance, you know, into the elimination stage of this Fakakta playing tournament. So Knicks now one-on-one in the Group B standings. Miami's already 2-0, Milwaukee 2-0. To be honest, I really don't know how it works. Like, if the Knicks... And Milwaukee finished tied. Milwaukee, I guess, would advance because they have the head-to-head. But I also know there's a wild-card team that could go forward. I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you all. I'm not really into this playing tournament. I don't care. I care if the Knicks won because these games count in the regular season, and they, in fact, did win. Uh, Knicks and the Hornets tomorrow, 6 p.m. tip. Uh, Charlotte 3-8 and eight against a Knicks team now that is obviously 
doing its thing. Winners of two straight, trying to go for three straight in this one. Uh, if you look at the Hornets, they played tonight. You know, I just mentioned the uh, the Bucks. They lost to Milwaukee tonight, 130-99. to So the Knicks coming off a win, and the Hornets will come in tomorrow. Coming off a loss, let's see, check a quick look at the box. LaMelo Ball did up 37 tonight, though, uh, for Charlotte. So that's obviously going to be something that the Knicks are going to have to look at tomorrow containing LaMelo Ball. But it's a game the Knicks should win. I mean, I know it's second out of a back-to-back. Maybe they get RJ back tomorrow. You know, maybe Thibodeau felt like, hey, we can win this game without RJ. We'll get him fresh for tomorrow. But, I mean, regardless, uh, the good teams take care of business. So I, I, w- I would expect the Knicks to win tomorrow night. We should get a happy Saturday night postgame show. Uh, Mike writes in, I don't know how the tournament works either, so I'm not into it yet. <laughs> I know. I just, the only thing I care about is the Knicks winning these games because they count for regular season games. That's really it. And honestly, you know, call me, you know, call me whatever type of fan you want. The last thing I want is the Knicks to actually win this playing tournament, as crazy as that sounds. I don't, like, I feel like the Knicks would actually be mocked more for winning this thing than if they just, like, played well and they lost in, like, the semifinals of it or whatever. Like, it, 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 it's going to be like the 2020 COVID season where it's like, oh, the Mickey Mouse championship title? You're going to hang a banner for that? Like, the Knicks who haven't won a championship since 73, they win this play-in tournament. The last thing I need is people being like, oh, the Knicks finally won something, and it doesn't even matter. I mean, whatever. Ultimately, the only thing I care about is winning an NBA championship. The Larry O'Brien Trophy. I don't care about an NBA playing tournament cup. Do we even have a name of the trophy? Do they name this Pekaka trophy? I don't know. I want to thank everyone who tuned in. Knicks fans, you guys are truly the greatest. Huge fan of this channel. Honor to be on hosting the post-game show for a regular season game. I've only done preseason up until this point. Thank you guys so much in the comment section for making it easy. Everyone who tuned in live, hit the like button right now. If you're watching after the fact, make sure you like this video and subscribe to the channel. Once again, shout out to Underdog Fantasy again for sponsoring the channel. Promo code KFTV. You get that deposit match up to $100. Once again, thanks to CP, Alex, JD, everyone at the channel for allowing me to hold it down. A special shout out to producer Daniel for bringing up the calls and producing the show on the fly tonight to make it easy for me hosting this show solo. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great night. Let's go, Knicks. And obviously, let's keep it rolling tomorrow. Let's keep this win streak rolling against the Hornets tomorrow night. So long, everyone. Jake Asman saying, see ya. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.